Climate negotiations have its own lingo. Phrases that are particular to climate talks such as net zero, NDCs, ratchet mechanism, transparency framework, market mechanism and so on. All these can be put into simple English, but negotiators, perhaps due to the need for being more legal, use interesting phrases. It's quite important to be aware of what these are because they form the substance of climate talks which in turn impacts the very survival of the planet. One such climate talk particular expression is mitigation, adaptation and loss and damage. In this episode of the BL Context, Business Line's senior deputy editor M Ramesh tells us what exactly mitigation, adaptation and loss and damage are and what they mean to us. Welcome sir, welcome to BL Context. Sir, what exactly do mitigation, adaptation and loss and damage mean? Yeah, sure. You see, mitigation refers to all those measures that are taken with a view to avoiding further warming of the earth. You know, these could be like renewable energy projects, wind and solar projects, installation of equipment in power plants, you know, we call it carbon capture and sequestration or carbon capture and utilization. These projects that capture carbon dioxide as it comes out of these plants and prevent it from going up into the atmosphere. Those are mitigation measures. Adaptation refers to measures that are taken to build defenses against the effects of global warming that has already happened so far, which consequences which cannot be avoided. These could be steps like, uh, say, uh, building stormwater drains, increasing the holding capacity of reservoirs, developing heat resistant or salt tolerant crops, or maybe even developing drugs against diseases from vectors that are more active in a warmer world. Loss and damage refers to measures uh, to help a country or a region get back on its feet after being hit by a climate event, such as a storm. These could be steps like rebuilding houses or maybe building back a collapsed bridge or something like that. So what are the issues related to mitigation, adaptation and loss and damage? Yeah, the world is divided completely in terms of prioritizing of these three things. Now, some countries, typically developed countries are more interested in mitigation because they already have good infrastructure and therefore they have the capacity to adapt or get back on their feet in case a climate event happens. On the other hand, developing countries like India, for these countries, adaptation is the need of the hour. It's more important than mitigation. Because uh, here and now problem takes priority over something that will happen in the future. Loss and damage is particularly important for these small island developing nations. We call it SIDS, SIDS. Chota chota small islands like you know Marshall Islands, or Kiribati, or Fiji Islands, or Polynesian Islands, Maldives. For these islands, climate change threatens their very existence because some of them could well go underwater. Developed countries tend to make more money available for mitigation rather than uh, adaptation and loss and damage, whereas it is the interest of developing countries to get more funds for adaptation and it is in the interest of the small island nations to get more funds allocated for loss and damage. So what was discussed about this in the recent Glasgow talks, the COP26? Now these three things, mitigation, adaptation and uh, loss and damage, figured quite prominently in the Glasgow talks. Earlier in the previous COPs, the thrust was a little more biased towards mitigation. Even in this one, the the thrust was on mitigation, but at least adaptation and loss and damage got recognized. 
more better recognized than earlier. Now at uh, COP26, that was the recently concluded Glasgow COP, developing countries pushed for doubling of adaptation finance by 2025. Now there was a pushback against this from uh, the US and the EU, but still the, the developed countries did agree for the doubling. But even then the money provided to adaptation is quite small, I say around uh, 40 billion dollars, which is pittance really compared with the scale of finance that is required for these things. Now, you can compare this, for example, with uh, the $1 trillion infrastructure budget that the US President Joe Biden has announced for sprucing up the country's infrastructure. Then you see the smallness of the funding allocated for adaptation finance, even after doubling, that is. And uh, what of uh, loss and damage? Yeah, for loss and damage, is even lesser. Although the small nations are a little bit happy that uh, loss and damage has been recognized, has been taken as a part of the discussions, it has been mentioned, but there has been very little by way of uh, any concrete steps. Now, you know, these loss and damages are really, really uh, hurtful because uh, communities are wiped out, islands disappear under the waters, drinking water resources dry up, all these things happen and these people, well, to give you a data point, uh, in 2020, in that one year alone, some 30 million people were displaced, thrown out of the houses because of one climate event or the other. And it will only get worse. Now, loss and damage certainly needs more recognition, more funding and immediate funding. You know, it can't wait because people are already losing their lives and livelihood. However, what finally happened in the COP was uh, just talk. Many island nations came to the COP with the view of uh, getting a fund set up for uh, financing loss and damage. But uh, they again, once again, faced pushback from the developed world, especially the US. Only it was decided to create a new initiative called the Glasgow Dialogue to discuss funding for loss and damage. Countries also agreed to operationalize the Santiago Network on Loss and Damage. This one was established at, at COP25 the previous COP that was held in Madrid in 2019. Uh, the idea under this initiative is to provide technical assistance to developing countries to address loss and damage. So for finance, there was just an initiation of something called Glasgow Dialogue to study as late in the day as now as to what kind of financial requirements are there for loss and damage. And for technical assistance, that is, you know, technology in providing assistance, it was decided to operationalize, strengthen the San Diego network. You see, these are not measures that are enough. They don't really address the problem today. Well, in the end, there was only more talk on loss and damage, but no meaningful money on the table. But I mean, this is a situation, even though it is clear, very starkly clear that without funding, several small island nations could even cease to exist. Yet uh, these small countries have taken heart in the fact that loss and damage has at last been given some prominence and uh, loss and damage is likely to be one of the bigger issues that would be discussed in the next COP, the COP27 that is scheduled to happen in Egypt. Thank you. And until next time, this is Siddharth signing off. Thank you very much.